One of the best things that have come out of the coronavirus is whew, well gym applications have fucking skyrocketed. We're talking up a million percent. So when Welcome to chapter 148 of the foretold stories of a milkman. Welcome everybody, it's great to have you here. That one was sent in by, oh fuck me, just absolutely have hit my funny bone right at the start and I tell you what, it's never funny. (laughs) It's never funny at all. Jesus Christ. I'm going to put like a slow-mo replay in for all the video people of what just happened because that that scared me. That was shocking. For all the audio people, um, I just... Look, you know what? Uh, It's not even my fault. I've been hitting the well gym so much that uh, I think my... My chair just gave in. It it cowered when it saw my elbow connected to my my upper arms, like my biceps. It's just I did five sessions this week, and my chair wasn't ready for that. That's the thing. I've got to the point I've been hitting the world gym so much. That's when you know that you're making progress, when you're fucking intimidating your furniture. <laughs> oh, that was like my... my armrest then was just not ready for me to gently rest my elbow on it it was just it was like it was having a snooze and then it just cowered beneath me um which look is not uncommon for people to see my upper body strength and give in and go no no luke you're the best i'm assuming that's what the chair was thinking anyway what was i talking about oh kurt uh listener suggested intro do appreciate it kurt i was saying that um yeah I think he meant to say milkman instead of, uh, sorry, I think he meant to say milky man instead of milkman because uh, milky would accurately describe my complexion, uh, my Caucasian-ness, and uh, milkman wouldn't describe me at all because that's that hasn't been a profession that's been around for 30, 40 years, maybe longer. I'm not sure. No one drops off milk at your doorstep anymore. I'm not sure what bumfuck regional town you live in, but uh, the milkman everywhere else is just the guy that stocks the shelves at Woolies or the dairy farmer or the cow. Oh, no, the cows cows are female. They're the milk women, all right? So, yeah. Whew. Sorry, I can't think. There's just a shooting pain rushing towards my hand, and that was jarring. What an energetic, action-packed start to the podcast. I feel like that's the most action we've had on this podcast in ages like this is more of a chill vibe this podcast i try to create well look when i'm not ranting at people on tiktok i do try and create a relaxed environment for us all to be in just a just a happy space where we can all just catch up you know i can talk about my thoughts look it's a one way whatever okay it's hard to create a happy space when i'm the only person in the space and usually i'm fucking angry at something (laughs) but the point is i feel like that was just it kind of felt like I was in an action film for a bit, you know? Woo! Anything can happen. Maybe now, like maybe a bird's going to fly into the window. Uh, probably going to be an action-packed episode. Who knows? So, hope you're well. I know what you're, I know what you're thinking, right? If, if you're listening to the audio, you've probably already sensed it in, in your, in your uh, headphones, in your speakers. Uh, if you're watching the video, you already know. <sighs> 
I know. Can you feel the energy? It's BDE. Big Dad Energy. Look at my fucking jumper, okay? I don't know where I got this from. Found this in my closet. Hadn't worn it since I moved here. Have worn it a little bit in the past, but kind of forgot I owned it. And it is just like the ultimate dad sweater. We're talking high collar that I zip right up to the top. Plain, not good looking. Like it's like just like a real at home or taking the dog for a walk. Dad sweater, really big pockets just to put dad shit in. You know, nappies, tools, fucking divorce papers, you know, regret. The You know, maybe like a, just stuff like that. You know, you can put your unhealthy relationship that you have with your own father in there, just bang. You know, it's just such a dad jumper. And I'm radiating dad energy. I can't help it. I already talked about it last week. That I'm just turning into a dad during this isolation period. And I don't know what to do about it. Like, that's the thing. Most people see, for example, if you went, if you walked into my backyard, you'd be like, oh, that's a weed growing through the mulch. I don't see that. I look at that weed and go, no, that's not a fucking weed. That's a personal attack, okay? And thank you very much to Adrian, who uh, hit me up on the emails with a bunch of weed advice, telling me products, strategies, techniques uh, for ultimate weed killing. And I'm going to get in there this week and honestly devastate those weeds. I want to smell the poison. You know what I mean? I want there to be death in my backyard. And I want it to be so powerful to the point where, and I, I look, this is not, not what I want to happen. I, I hope this doesn't happen, but this is how powerful I want the the weeds to die in my backyard. I want a butterfly to fly past and just get caught in the carnage. I just want, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't want that to happen, but I want it to be so powerful that if a butterfly landed on the weeds, I just have to be like to the butterfly. That's the cost of doing business. And then I would I was about to say he'd fly away, but he wouldn't. He'd be dead because that's how much poison I want to fucking put in my garden. All right? I want to just light it up. Someone literally was like, why don't you just light your house on fire? And I didn't think it was a bad suggestion at all. <laughs> like for three seconds, I was like, fuck, maybe I should get a flamethrower. I was like, no, that's probably illegal. Uh, so, yeah, I got my dad's sweater on and... By the way, this isn't, I know this isn't helping the whole dad thing. I'm like, honestly, three days away from like taping Gardening Australia on VHS at this point or like blag, or you know what dads do? They just like brag about, mate, I, I got something on, uh, on Blu-ray. Yeah, got, uh, got the Shawshank Redemption remastered on Blu-ray. You're like, oh, cool. You know, or just like, I'll just start telling you all about specials now. I'll be like, mate. Have you seen the price of petrol? Bloody down, down, just like the prices at Coles, mate. They're staying down. It's just, I don't know what to do. I'm just hit this point in my life where I get full on like a raging erection over half price crumpets. And that's an involuntary reaction. You can't talk down a crumpet dick in the supermarket. You can't undo that sale. You know what I mean? I'd have to go to the register with a hard on and be like, can you put them full price? Because I've got a, <laughs> a throbbing cock right now. <laughs> That's how much dad energy I'm just putting out into the world. That I'm just getting 
rock hard over like fucking avocados for $1.50. Just like grab 10. I don't even eat avocados. I just like the fact that I've saved money. That I've all, you know, I'm like, I'm, I do say dad shit. Like I know I'm joking a bit now, but I full on say dad stuff all the time. You know, often I say like, like <laughs> I'll be shopping with Meg and uh, she's like, all right, just get one thing a week, Bix. I'm like, oh, but they're, they're, they're 30% off. She's like, yeah, but you don't need two. Just grab one. And I'm like, Meg, we're pretty much making money at this point. Like if we just buy heaps, we're profiting. And she's like, what is your logic? And I'm like, you don't, you think you're overthinking it. Okay. Just let me do business. Anyway, so that's why I'm not on Wall Street or don't have a real job because I don't really know much. <laughs> I was going to say much about anything, but I just stopped there. I don't really know much. Uh, but I do know one thing that, uh, yeah, I do apologize in advance if I just do just, I'm so, I'm so sorry. That's the thing. There's so much big dead energy in this room right now that at any point in this episode, I might just turn around and just be like, boys, mate, settle down in the back there. This car is not a playground. Okay. What's that, mate? Oh, it's a seatbelt. Yeah, exactly. Not swings. Put it on. Settle down. We're not going to be there for two hours. All right? That's some dad energy. And if I do that randomly, I'm really sorry. Okay? But that's just... That's me now. I'm not going to fight who I am. Okay? That would be disingenuine. Is that the right word? Disingenuous? Oh, whatever. It's You know what's really funny? I always get uh, comments. It's, I would say it's one of the most complained about things is the fact that I say his or he's wrong. And I often use different words incorrectly. Sometimes I just can't even find the right word to use. And people go, man, I can't believe this is his job talking on podcasts. That is fucked. I agree with you that this is my job. But what's even more mind boggling is that thousands of people choose to listen to it. <laughs> like people go bag me being like, oh man, you can't speak. And I'm like, yeah. And you're listening to it. It's how fucking thick are you? So don't come at me, all right? If it bothers you, that's not my problem. I'm not going to change who I am. As well, I've been getting some pretty negative feedback today about this jumper on Instagram. A few people saying, oh, why are you wearing the dad jumper for? And uh, I don't know, because I'm not going to change to film an Instagram story because it's cozy. I'm as bloody snug as a bug in a rug right now, as my father would say. It's so cozy. I feel like my shoulders are in a cloud. My torso is in a little cocoon. And I'm just like... <sighs> That's how my elbows feel right now. <sighs> Very relaxing. And I'm not going to change. And if there's negative comments under this episode from the, from the video people, because I don't like looking at it, so be it. Okay. And if, if you think I'm going to change, if you think I'm going to be like walking to this podcast, like, oh, I shouldn't wear my Dan jumper. Fuck no. All right. You think a bit much of yourself, get a little bit buddy conceited. If you think I'm going to change out of my cozy as hell dad sweater for you. So anyway, that's me. I make no apologies. I'm a dad. <laughs> Uh, and then I just like some police siren sound and I'm just like, yeah, they're coming for us. <laughs> Dads are the best. Dads are underappreciated, man. I get why we have Father's Day. 
is because you need that person in your life to be like, ah, oh, two. That's a, that's such an essential role in our society. The the kind of cringy guy that everyone loves. You know, I reckon he's like the ultimate TV dad. Phil Dumphy from Modern Family. That dude is just like such a dad. Like he wants to be cool, but he's just not nailing it. But you don't hate him. That's that is big dad energy. Uh, before we, I was about to say before we start, but we've been going for about fifteen minutes or more. So um. I did want to do some listener feedback because what kind of a podcast would I be running if we didn't do any listener feedback? So, uh, and by the way, love getting your feedback, okay? If it's negative about my jumper, that's fine, okay? But I also want to let you know that for every person that deeply hates it, there is going to be one person that just as deeply loves it. And maybe, I bet, you know what? I I want to put thoughts in any of your heads. I don't put words in any of your mouths, but there might be a guy, girl, whatever, watching this going, I think he looks like a snack. I'd fucking gobble him up. And I'm not getting, I'm not, I don't have tickets on myself. I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm just saying, I know there's someone out there who's going to dig it and I'm not doing it for them either. I'm doing it for me, but I just know like if you're sitting there fucking hating my dad jumper, just know that there's someone equally loving it how much you hate it. Just a bit of food for thought. Feedback. So got some feedback on Instagram. Uh, did a couple of Instagram polls just to find out what you guys are liking, what you want to hear more of on the show. Uh, this first one came in from uh, Madeline. She said, stop saying fondle rats. It makes me uncomfortable. Um, that's fair. That's uh, I'll take that on board. Um, last week I was telling people to fondle rats to boost their immunity and... I'll be honest, Madeline, I wasn't going to talk about fondling rats this week, but you've brought it up now. So now you're going to be really uncomfortable because I'm just talking about fondling rats again. Um, what do you want me to say instead of fondle? Fiddle rats? How about you fiddle a rat? That's worse. That sounds sexual. There's a connotation to that. It sounds like you're going to fiddle with not its cheeks, you know, maybe with its butt cheeks. <laughs> That would be good advice, just telling people. Oh, there was also a uh, few people misinterpreting my advice last week. Just was uh, reading the comment section on YouTube. Uh, this one came in from Harrison. He said, did he just tell us to lick kindergartners? Absolutely not. I told you to fondle rats, okay, of age. Well, that was implied. Fondle of age rats. I don't know how old rats live to. I think they're all underage. Fuck. Um, life expectancy hang on just got a duck duck go or something life expectancy of a rat Ooh, two years all right guys don't fondle a rat because <laughs> that's a baby rat you're gonna fondle an infant rat i take back that advice and um i do want to apologize to madeline but i, I don't take Back my advice of go out there and boost your immunity. Think we should still be doing that. All right, go eat some chalk. Do it. Do your best. Do your worst, actually. Eat the grossest thing possible. And then um, you, you'll be accepted into the herd. I don't know. Um, <laughs> this next bit of uh, feedback comes in from uh, a different Madeline. She said, we need more sex talk. Madeline, I don't think we do. Uh, there's nothing wrong with talking about sex, but I feel like if I just came on here and was like, so 
anal play. What do we all think? I just don't think that would add a lot to the podcast. You know, I don't know how much sex talk we really is warranted. Um, but either way, that's what Madeline wants. So fair enough. And look, I'll, I'm taking all these things on board. Um, some of them less than others. Uh, Will, he wants more health tips on the podcast. Two words for you, Will. World gym. Get out there. Can we talk about this for a sec? Mainly for Will, but also because um, the world gym is popping right now. There's not many positives that have come out of this whole virus situation. But one of the, I guess, well, look, it is a positive, but one of the, uh, I guess, uh, what's the right word? Whatever. Let's just use the word positive. One of the best things that have come out of the coronavirus is, whew, well gym applications have fucking skyrocketed. We're talking up a million percent. We've converted gym people. Now, by the way, it's not like, you know, we've converted. It's 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 almost like I I can't be claiming it. You know, it's like if I was one of those, uh, you know, religious people standing there on the street flyering, right? And then all of a sudden, every single other faith and religion just stopped being a thing or you weren't allowed to participate in Buddhism or, you know, whatever anymore. And then all of a sudden, everyone became a Christian. You can't be like, oh, my God. We've just fucking nailed this. It's like, well, no, people are being forced in to the world gym. But you know what? This is this is my prediction. Gyms are closed now. If you want to get out of the house, you have to be exercising. So people are just in order to see the sun, or unless it's in their backyard, in order to like walk around, break a sweat, feel something, they have to be out in the world gym. Now that's fucking inspiring. I've been going out there. I did hit the world gym five times this week and it's glorious to see the smiles, to see, you can tell there's a lot of new, like, look, a lot of beginners out there. And sometimes I like give them like a nice smirk, even a thumbs up when I obviously rocket past them because I'm a speedy devil. And, uh, you know, I'll be like, as I leave them in my wake, like as I kind of kick up the dust behind into their faces because they're so slow, it's embarrassing. But uh, as I kind of, you know, just belittle them uh, for their lack of pace, I do often try and look back and give them a nod as if to say, you'll get there, you're new. You know, it's almost like hazing. You know, it's not in a negative way. It's supposed to be like in an inclusive, fun way. So if you see me out there in the well gym, you know, just like obviously completely smashing you in whatever uh, physical activity you're doing because literally I'm literally breaking chairs, so fight me. Um, Unless it's boxing, uh, I will not fight you uh, at all. I'm more of a a, a fleer. I'm I'm a runaway guy. You know, if I was in a fight... I'd be like, what's that? And, you know, or maybe throw up some sparkling dust. That's why I should keep our confetti in my pocket, just in case someone's like, what the fuck are you looking at? And I just throw the confetti and run off. That'd be my tactic for sure. Uh, so, yeah, I'm out there kicking ass in the world gym, but obviously there's a, there's a few uh, level one beginners, novices, uh, fatties, whatever you want to call them. Uh, <laughs> and... To those people, I say, if you're new, welcome. Great to have you here. And here's what I think is going to happen. Some people who might have gone, oh, I should get a gym membership. 
they're going to realize that they can do it themselves. And I reckon after this, gyms are going to be struggling to get people back because people are going to realize the glory and the how just the, there's nothing like doing it yourself, man. I'm a DIY. Like people go, how did you sculpt that body? You know, They're like, oh, did you get help by a professional? DIY. I'm the Scotty Cam of fitness. Okay. I will teach you how to do it yourself. All you need is your own body weight, a fucking drive to be better, and less donuts. That is a winning formula right there. If you want a body like mine that you can easily hide with a big dad sweater, I'm your guy. <laughs> okay, I will teach you how to look okay. And for some people, that's the goal. Like, I have no reason to... Like, I used to be a state runner, okay? I used to be like... I think the best I ever got was like, I missed out on the national qualifier by like an insane amount, like 0.1 or like whatever, like a really small amount. And I never made it to nationals, but I used to like maybe get like fifth. So I was pretty good. I was like a middle distance athletics runner, 800 meters, 1500 meters, 3Ks, and then I dabbled in cross country, you know, like did it in the winter. But as soon as it's got to like doing 16Ks in a fucking paddock, I was like... I'm out, boys. All right. And then I discovered comedy and I realized that was heaps more fun. So I have no reason to be elite. Like I've still got a, a few mates. Like one of my uh, mates is a Paralympian, Jared Clifford. He's been a past guest of the podcast. He's uh, and not only is he a Paralympian, he won like, I think the Australian, he won, definitely won the Australian champs in every category. So like he beat all the able-bodied people as well. So, like, he's not just like, oh, you know, he's a Paralympian. He's, like, an incredible athlete. Like, literally is one of the fastest people in the country and the world, uh, even with able-bodied people. So, I'm friends with, like, a lot of people who are good. And I see no reason to be that good anymore because I know that that's not my destiny. My destiny is to start a revolution of six out of ten rigs. And that's what I'm striving towards. Like, imagine that. That's what some of us want. I know there's people out there with like an eight and you've got... Look, you know what? I'm I'm probably my natural rig is like a seven. And then when I let it go, it drops to like a four. And then when I really tone it, I can get to like a 7.5. I'm never hitting a 10. All right, I've got natural pecs, but there's just no interest for me to be good. Like this, here's the thing. Um, there's no reason for me to look good, really. All I have to do is like not look like a piece of shit because I have a public image. And that's the goal for so many people. I think personal trainers think like, you know, oh, fuck no, you're going to look like me. Like everyone wants to look like, no, dude, they're just there to not look like shit. That's really all. And that's what the world gym's all about is I'm... I'm, yes, I'm the coach of this revolution, but I get what you're all there for. You're there so your grandma doesn't go, you've been putting on weight at Christmas. That's what you're there for. You're not there to fucking win an Olympic medal. You're not in the, out in the world gym to fucking set the world on fire. You're just out there to, you know, be able to not crack your toilet seat when you sit on it. And that's fine. You know, that's a good goal. <laughs> Look, you maybe set your go a little bit higher than that. Um, oh man. This week I found out how many people can't do 10 push-ups, and it made me sad. I uploaded this video and it was me talking about 
the Instagram challenges last week on the podcast. And I think I said something along the lines of, if you can't do 10 push-ups, stop eating twisties and get your life together. <laughs> now, a few people said, Luke, you're fat shaming. Um, uh, yes. Uh, and yes. Yeah, I was. Uh, no, no. Here's the thing. I wasn't fat shaming. If you're um, overweight and was offended by that, I wasn't talking about you. I, I've got heaps of mates that are skinny as fuck and can't do 10 push-ups. I was talking about everyone who can't do 10 push-ups. And here's the thing. And a lot of people, and I've noticed a lot lately, so many people have been getting offended online about things that I say. And I know this isn't new, but it shocks me because I really truly think that my content is not provocative at all. I think most people would agree with that. It's like, wow, I've literally never been offended by Luke. Now, obviously, I'm just going to be me all the time in this podcast. And everyone is different. Like, I can guarantee I'll say something maybe on today's podcast that you'll disagree with, it'll piss you off a bit, and you'll move on because you're normal. Like, that's just life. I think I, I did what I know I've moved on from the world gym thing. I will get back to that. But, um, I did want to talk about this week because it was crazy. I just like, I uploaded that TikTok clip. It's just the last few Instagram clips have been really provoking some people. And it's, I think it's fucking mind blowing. Like that you can actually watch me clearly take the piss and go, he hates fat people. And I'm like, no. And also, I don't, someone's going to say it. If you can't do 10 push ups, maybe try harder and that's honesty and if you disagree with that fine that's fine it doesn't mean i hate you it doesn't mean you should hate me it's just we disagree that's what i think and i feel like we're in a really fuck position now in our society where you can't say i don't know this sounds so lame you can't say anything anymore you can't be honest with people you can't tell your friend like you people these days you can't tell your friends like uh I don't know like you just can't tell people the stuff like that anymore. It's bad. Like if you've got a friend, I'm not even talking about weight, fitness, who gives a shit. It's like whatever. If you've got a friend who's being mean these days, people will just let it go. Like, oh, he's probably going through some shit. Like, no, he's being a fucking asshole. It's not an excuse to be a fucking wanker. You know? Anyway. There's just a bunch of people online that uh, I've been getting like messages from people going like, I can't believe you'd say this. You're going out there to provoke people on your podcast every week. <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, have you fucking listened to it? <laughs> Man, I talked about getting a hard on over a crumpet. <laughs> I'm out there trying to provoke someone who has like, I don't know, over like someone was offended by the crumpet. That's the thing. There'll be someone who that bothers. I really like crumpets. You shouldn't be sexually objectifying crumpets on the podcast. <laughs> Whatever. I don't even know what I want to say about this. I shouldn't have talked about it. I just wanted to say that the, the, my main point was uh, I'm not going to change what I think and I'm not going to censor what I think on this podcast because that's so stupid. What, what's the point of even doing it then? Right? Like if you've, I think a lot of people agree with me as well being like, yeah, you know what? I, those people who, that's the thing. Those people who couldn't do 10 push-ups that were like, yeah, I agree with you. I'm a fucking waste of space. I need to get my life together. 
That's fair enough. And if you disagree with that, also fair enough. Whatever. The point is that I will eventually, if you keep listening to this podcast, I'm just going to warn you now. I'm not going to try and provoke anyone. It's never the goal. I just want to make people laugh. But I'll eventually say something that you disagree with because I'm human and so are you and we're all different. And that's what makes us all special. So, uh, yeah, just a forewarning is um, you don't have to agree with everyone all the time. That's just what I wanted to say, I think. And I I see stuff online. Sometimes I don't even agree with the thing I said. Sometimes I just say things because I think it's funny. Uh, (laughs) And that that twisty comment was was that for that reason. I, I thought it was funny. And I still do. Stand by it. Fucking bang up. Well done, Luke. You're a hero. And you're my comedy idol. Thanks, Luke. You're welcome. <sighs> All right. Back to feedback. I got a, often a massive tangent then. Uh, this one came in from Pashas Official on Instagram. Have you seen that Tiger King show on Netflix? A lot of people have been talking about it. Um, mate, or whoever sent that in, you underestimate, you really underestimate my ability to be misinformed. I have not seen Tiger King and I kind of don't even really know what it's about. Everyone's been talking about it. Tiger King this, Tiger King that. I see things on the internet and I just go, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it in a month. Don't have time. Doing something else. Bye. I don't even do research into like, that's the thing. I think a lot of people would be like, maybe read a Wikipedia summary just to get up to speed so they can socially fit in. I just don't care. I I know it's about a guy who had tigers and he was gay and then he like had a fucked life and I'll, I'll probably watch it if I get time to it. But no, that's my answer is, uh, I've not seen it and, um, I don't feel the need to see it. Uh, you know, just, just out here being me. Oh fuck. I just burped again. (laughs) I'm such a fucking piece of shit. Um, you know, it's really funny. I got, a, I got a message this week and it was like, obviously it's a, happens a lot, but you get really nice messages all the time and it really means the world. It's very nice to uh, see how people are enjoying your content all the time. It's great to have that feedback. But um, you know what's funny? I get messages from people going, man, you are so relatable. Like I just find your content so freaking relatable. It's like, you, I know I said one thing that you're related to and it goes back to the thing about, it's like, Fucking hell. I reckon I truly am one of the least relatable people on the planet. Oh, you're so relatable, Luke. You don't fucking know me, okay? I don't drink coffee, and I've never seen an episode of The Simpsons. I make no apologies. This is me. That is some unrelatable shit, okay? I tried to watch a whole episode of The Simpsons this week. I really did. I've never watched one before. And that might shock some people. I've talked about it on the podcast before, I think, with Lane when he came on. And I just, I, it doesn't bother me. People all the time in my life go, oh, it's like that episode of The Simpsons. And I never at any point have felt left out. I've never been like, oh. I always go, oh, cool. You know why? I just don't, like, it's fine. It's not even a bad show. I don't, even, I don't dislike it at all. I think it's pretty funny. I'm just, that's, I think that's why I'm not more successful as a comedian because I have never have an opinion on anything. I'm thoroughly unrelatable and pretty uninteresting. If you think about it, the only appeal is my raw honesty, like now. 
This is the only thing endearing or likable about me <laughs> is that I am a person who has 100% accepted who I am. And um, the frustrating part about that is I'm not willing to change for anyone, which is a massive character flaw for sure. But <laughs> I don't care. I watch. I really tried. I, so I tried to watch a Halloween episode, which is I think where I went wrong. I should have tried to watch a normal episode. And like Bart had like a a twin brother that he didn't know about. And then I just like watched a bit of that. And I was like, this isn't for me. And then I just went to my bedroom and also didn't watch Tiger King. And then I uh, probably went and watched some weird thing on YouTube that I like because I just know what I like, you know? I probably watched some, or I probably played like my Star Wars game or I just like, you know, sat in a chair and thought of shit, which is what I do sometimes. Sometimes I just put down my phone and just sit there and think. That's fucking unrelatable. No one else does that. <laughs> like most people go, I'm going to read a book. You know, I'm just like, I'll sit down and I'm not, it's not like I'm making out like I'm smarter than you all. I'll think about nothing. Like I spent half an hour before I started recording this episode trying to fix my stopwatch because I was like, oh, I need a new battery on it. That's fucking boring. That's really, my life's underwhelming at the moment. Um, anyway, so that's the answer to the Tiger King question. <laughs> Um, Ruby said on Instagram, uh, love Luke's thoughts. You're such an intellectual, just like an online school. I do agree with that. Uh, if you are currently doing school from home, uh, you could probably drop, just drop a subject, pick, pick up full-time memoirs of a white guy. All right. You, you'll get credited. And at the end, uh, you won't be able to pronounce Peugeot and, um, you'll just be slightly more privileged you'll walk around looking down on others, you know, but at the same time, you might have a six out of 10 rig from hitting the world gym. If you do what I say, okay, get out there five times a week. You know, it is a good way to actually do the whole fitness thing is, uh, I try and exercise three days out of every four. Like that's just a general rule. I don't do like five days a week and then have the weekend off. I just kind of like do, because every day is the same for me. My life doesn't change if it's a Saturday, a Thursday. Like I realized this week, I woke up on Saturday, thought it was Monday, didn't realize for three hours and then was like, oh no, it's Saturday. And then it just, nothing happened. I didn't affect my life at all. So that, that was pretty sad, but um. Anyway, yeah, take up this as online school and uh, you will uh, achieve as much as I have. Um, so you, you can interpret that however you deem my success. <laughs> I think um, success is such a weird thing these days. Like people see success and... I see it online a bit as like, uh, and it's fine. I'm, I'm totally cool with it. I'm not complaining or anything. People, I've actually seen this comment before and it, it blows my mind because I just see it from a completely different perspective, maybe because I'm in the industry, but I'm just talking about like career success for a minute. Um, I don't know. That's not everything as well. Like I don't consider that everything uh, to, to be like, if you're a successful person, I don't consider like just because you have a good career or whatever. I don't, consider that successful you know you could be like have you could be like the ceo of like the biggest company in the world and you could still be a fucking degenerate you know you could still be someone that like pushes in and the fucking self-serve 
You know, oh, sorry, I had this one. Sorry. You know, that's not success. That's someone who's, you know, if you're that successful, bro, have a fucking battle to do it. Um, no, I, I think success is a weird thing, which is like, I see it online and uh, someone got in an argument and it, and it doesn't matter who the other comedian was. It was another Australian online comedian who I'm really close friends with. Uh, and we were talking about, it. I was like, it's so weird that people think this is uh, someone was arguing, like saying who's better. And it doesn't matter. Who cares? Like comedy subjective. It doesn't matter who you like better. Some people, I might be their favorite comedian, which is fucking awesome. And I've people have told me that before. And that's truly uh, humbling and, and really cool. And I might be in some, some people's top 10. I might not even be in your top 50. It doesn't matter. The point is uh, people are arguing about like, no, I think this person better. And then the other person's argument was, yeah, but this person has more Facebook likes than Luke. And uh, I just thought that was so funny, that comment. I was like, oh my God, this person lives their life thinking like Instagram followers matter. What a crazy, like, honestly, what a, that's so crazy. And like, who cares? Who, there's no one's better than anyone. We're all just doing our best, but that's so wild to me. What a crazy existence this guy lives in where he's like, sees someone and he's like, I like them more because of the number, not because like what I like or connect with the person. That's fucking crazy. Um, I don't know why I've been very like, I feel like I've been going on so many tangents this episode. Um, I do apologize if you want a more structured podcast, but fuck is all. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I, I did some real grim shit this week. I did some rock bottom behavior. I realized that uh, we're week three now of isolation and I realized that it got to like late at night and I realized that I hadn't had a shower all day. And then I thought back and I was like, ah, I didn't have a shower most of yesterday. I had a shower midday yesterday, went to sleep, then did a whole day. So we're talking like probably 36 hours maybe with no shower. And the only reason why I realized it is because I smelt myself. I was like, I was like, what the fuck is that? And I was like, oh, it's me. <laughs> and then this was the rock bottom part. You've, you've already, you're probably thinking, Luke, it can't get any more grim than that. <laughs> I, instead of having a shower, I just opened my window so I couldn't smell myself. <laughs> now, if that isn't some proper, just grim, degenerate behavior that I don't know what is that was bad and I had a bad place man that was just like uh that was not good I went down a shower and I was sitting in there I was like I need to rethink a few things Luke you need to you need to stay on top of it just because you you didn't leave the house it doesn't mean you you know I had a day off running so you that's the thing usually I've just been in this uh like cycle where I go for a run and then I have a shower and that's just been my cycle and it makes me like kind of run every day and stuff so, and I just didn't run that day. I had a day off. And then I just, so I was like, I don't need a shower. And I forgot about it. So uh, that's how I'm going. Um, we do have to finish the ultimate pump up competition. And uh, before we go, oh, I asked people on Instagram what I should talk about. Uh, also, if you want to suggest topics, questions, uh, luke.kidgel at gmail.com through the week. If this podcast is helping you get through the isolation, then that's awesome. 
Um, someone said, talk about Bob the Builder from Chloe. Dude, great show. If you're Australian and around my age, you'll remember Bob the Builder, ABC Kids. Fucking scoop my jersey and rolling hill. Working together to get the job done. Oh, above the builder. Can we fix it? That is a vibe, that show. Used to watch that. I think my favorite character was um the the real anxious uh tall what was his name? He's like, Oh, I don't know about that. Uh, I love every kid's show has a character with like, oh guys, oh maybe we should wait up and think about this for a second. Shut the fuck up. That's why I love that character. It's just like, as everyone else is like, oh my God, you're the worst. And it teaches kids not not to be a beta. Because you don't want to be that guy. Oh, guys, like maybe oh, if we just like, you know, uh, took a few more minutes and like reconsidered. Hey, these episodes go for 15 minutes, that character. We didn't have time, okay? We need to solve a basic problem ASAP. Or we're not going to get to a conclusion or moral at the end of this. Okay, that's what every kid show is. It's happy start. Oh no, minor inconvenience. How are we going to solve it? And then they ask the audience, do you know how to solve it? And then kids are supposed to sit in front of the, the, the TV and be like, oh, fucking look at her bag or whatever. Um, and then uh, then the, 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 the anxious character's like, oh, I don't know, we should look at her bag. We should probably, uh... and then uh, that's every kid's show. So um, there you go. I've talked about Bob the Builder. <laughs> I'm going to race through these. Um, if you weren't doing comedy slash radio career, what would you have? Oh, nothing at all. This virus has made me realize that because I can't do comedy anymore uh, and podcasts and stuff. Um, I can still do podcasts, but I can't do my main job. I was like, oh man, what would my fallback be? Because I was thinking about this. I was like, oh, if this coronavirus thing sticks around for a couple more years, what's going to be my fallback? <sighs> Coles, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I do, Honestly, something in music, but then I don't know. Like probably just something in comedy, but maybe behind the scenes. I just, there's no plan B. That the, the honest answer to this question, I get asked it a fair bit, is there is no plan B. If this all fails, I'm fucked. You'll be able to publicly watch my spiral. You'll be able to watch me lose all my hopes and dreams because I will never stop trying. And I guess that's, you've got to give me some credit. I will probably not give up. If, even if my videos were getting zero views, I truly think that I'd still be making them because I just, it's kind of just what I like and I feel like it could be successful and that's the thing. I don't even deem what I have yet as that much success. It definitely is like, and I'm thankful for it that I, I can do it my job, but I, I really do think that, uh, like I'm only getting like less than 10,000 views on every YouTube video. I used to be bigger in like 2017, <laughs> you know, like I've, I would say that I've got a lot more fans now and a lot more loyal people who, uh, like my comedy as opposed to me trashing 12 year olds out online for their terrible auto-tune singing abilities. But I don't know. I would say that I'm definitely nowhere near I want to be and that there's no plan B to answer that question. Uh, I wouldn't be doing anything else, and that's the scariest thing in the world, but it's also the most motivating thing. Uh, maybe some of the weirdest things people have been doing in ISO. Uh, well, maybe you guys, you guys can send me that. You know, send me weird stuff you've been doing to kill the time. I don't, I've already told you my weird stories. Okay. Um, 
What was it like hearing fat bottom girls for the first time? That's like asking me what was it like ascending to heaven? I can't describe it, okay? And I also don't know. I, I imagine, like, it was one of those moments when I heard fat bottom girls. I would have been like, Queen used to be like my favorite band for a bit. So my musical taste went, my first ever favorite band were U2 when I was pretty young because my dad used to play it for me in the car. And then my second favorite band were Queen. And I used to love their greatest hits. So I would say the first time I heard Fat Bottom Girls, I was just like this. I think I just thought it was funny when I was a kid. But then the first time I really appreciated that song for what it is, which is the ultimate pop pump song, which we'll get to in a sec. The first time I really was like fucking track was probably when I was like 12. And I was like, God damn, this shit bangs and I don't know why. And then it took me years to understand the real value of that song. That song is a is a huge track. Whether you like it or not, you have to agree that those drums get the people going. Um, yeah, and then after that, I was into the Red Hot Chili Peppers in like grade six, like year seven. And then I got into like Pop Punk, Blink-182, Fall Out Boy, Panic! The Disco. Um, and then, yeah, he, here I am now. Um still miserable that I missed a My Chemical Romance concert and I've got Green Day tickets for the end of the year. And to be honest, it's not looking good. I bought tickets to see Fall Out Boy and Green Day and Weezer, but let's be honest, I'll probably be at the bar for that bit. Um, and yeah, so that's that's uh, where how my music taste is going. Um, which one do you shop more at, Woolies or Coles? Woolies. I make no apologies. Their mud cake is non-comparable to Coles, okay? The roast chicken, easily superior. The meat, okay? The just the deli alone, I think the produce is better, and there'll be Coles people right now. Again, I this is what I was saying earlier. There's I'm going to say something that's going to make you angry, and that's fine, okay? If you're a Coles person, whatever. You're wrong, <laughs> okay? And that's fine. I get that your prices are down, down, and staying down, but... I like fresh food, so I go to the fresh food people. That's where I'm at. And um, I'm not going to change who I am. Uh, how did you and Lewis actually get into radio? Man, we've answered this so many times, uh, to be honest. Lewis knew. Look, we've. I think we've already answered it. Maybe go find a Luke and Lewis episode. I don't want to re go over it for people already know, but the, the short story is uh, we sent in a demo and they liked it. And we went out of our way to get an opportunity. Everyone thinks we were like handed an opportunity because we had big online followings. The radio station didn't know about our online YouTube followings or Facebook or whatever for like six months. I don't think anyone in the building knew. And then I had a video go viral when I was there. And people in the office were like, man, we saw your viral video. That's crazy. And I was like, oh, yeah, went all right. And they were like, oh, and then they they started looking us up. And they're like, oh, fuck, you guys are really big. And I they just genuinely liked us for radio, uh, which was cool. So yeah, we just like, I uh, went out on a limb, recorded a demo, uh, in a, in our, in, in my kitchen. And, uh, we used some stuff that Lewis and I had done on podcasts, you know, where we'd been on together and there'd be some funny moments. And then we just sent it to the content directors. And that's essentially the story. Obviously there was some people like where we, I knew, a couple of people, but it wasn't because we knew people how we got in, but that, uh, yeah, 
it's a longer story, obviously, but that's essentially how we got the job. Um, essentially, we made our own luck is the moral of that story. Uh, what are your predictions for how the rest of the year 12 year is going to go? Um, I think people will be doing schooling from home for the rest of the year. And uh, obviously, I'm a medical expert. We've talked about this in the show. So definitely take everything I say. Uh, take notes firstly, and then take everything it as fact and ignore what the government and our health organizations are saying. Again, drop health class, drop a subject at school, just retain everything that comes out of my mouth. I would say that it looks like um, schools won't be going back this year, depending on how it's all going. I reckon we're in this for the long haul. I truly think for at least the majority of the year, will be in some form of isolation and practicing social distancing. And then as soon as we, everyone goes back to normal, the virus is going to inevitably start again, but hopefully to a smaller degree. Um, China have, do, have done a great job of flattening the curve, but I'm pretty sure they're in like a military lockdown still. I don't know, um, but I am an expert, so I do know. Who knows though? Um <laughs> Yeah, I would say for year 12, so for every other year level, that'll just mean working from home, setting tasks, essentially bludging off, and the next generation will be even more fucked than they were going to be because they'll be literally being raised on this podcast and TikTok, which is a fucking bad combination for everyone, every future employer who has to employ one of you little fucks. I know there's a lot of 15-year-olds listening to this podcast, probably like 17-year-olds. You're going to be dumb as shit. By the end of this virus thing, you're going to turn out like me and I finished school. <laughs> so God help you. Um, I would totally bludge off if I was in school right now. If all you got to do is just complete a bunch of tasks. Yeah, you do the essay, but like you just be like, oh, I couldn't get enough help. There's so many outlets. I'm not saying do that. Still try, but dude, I wouldn't be. <laughs> I'd be completely using this as a holiday. Um, in regards to year 12, I don't know how they're going to do exams. Maybe like online, maybe they're going to have to set up big halls where everyone's like 1.5 meters away from each other and everyone gets tested before they go into the year 12 exams. Who knows? Uh, it's going to be, a th again, all these things are being sorted out as they're coming to because things keep changing week to week, day to day. So I would say... Maybe it might be the first exam period that gets changed. I don't know if you'll be doing exams like normal, which will be interesting to see. Who knows? And um, yeah, definitely, surely there's going to have to be some exceptions made with ATARs and or whatever your thing is, HSC scores or whatever your final year 12 schooling score is. Because like, Dude, you're not going to, at the end of the day, you're just not going to be able to get as high a score as you might have been able to if you had have had the help of your teachers and peers and stuff. Like, it'd be very hard trying to, uh, yes, you might have more time to study, but it's just, I find it hard to learn. It just depends how you learn. I think there's going to have to be exceptions made with people just not performing as well because it's changed all of a sudden and you're not going to get the same help that you needed. My dad's a primary school teacher and I already know that he's been talking to me about it. He's like, look, it's going to be definitely harder to teach. Like you're essentially assessing, grading and answering parents' questions, uh, doing whatever you can to help. 
but it's not nearly going to be the same as one-on-one um, teaching. You essentially become like a, a a lecturer almost, even when, especially in primary school where you really like, you need to be taught shit in primary school. And it's not even like how to do maths. Primary school teachers like teach you how to live. They're like, oh, wash your hands after recess, you know, like take your shoes off inside and blah, blah, blah. Just like little things like that. When you're like eight, you're like, oh yeah, I probably should do that. And they're just going to, some people's parents are still working. There's going to be a lot of kids that end up really fucked after this, which is not good. Um, so that's what I think about that. We'll do one more. Um, why are you wearing a jad, a dad jumper? Hey, Declan, because I'll, you know what, man? Ask your mother why I'm wearing a dad jumper, okay? That was a good slam, wasn't it? Ooh, got him. Uh, also a very dad thing to say. Ask your mum, mate. All right, sorry. Dad's watching the footy. Not at the moment. It's cancelled, but uh, he's watching reruns. Do you know how many dads right now are just sitting in front of fucking Fox footy, just watching old 90s grand finals on repeat? So many. I can guarantee Fox footy is getting a thumping from just the people who can't handle, like, there's no life sport. <laughs> they just, like, need something. So they just go watch their favorite semifinals from, like, 1984. Uh, I reckon we'll end the podcast there, guys. Uh, so, oh, hang on. Um, someone said, is the youth of today doomed? Yes, that's uh, just answered that. And uh, someone someone also said, "If is Minecraft good? Um, no, I've never played it, so I wouldn't know. I was talking to Keelan about Minecraft last night and uh, I was like, oh, so is there like, oh, I've never played it. So so he's like, I was curious because he was like saying that he plays Minecraft on our other podcast, Luke and Lewis. And I was like, so what's the progression? Like, is there any progression in the game? He's like, no, I just go in there and cut trees for two hours. I was like, so essentially when you describe it like that, he's like, yeah, I just like find it really relaxing. I get on Minecraft and I just put in a podcast, put in some tunes, and I just chop trees. I'm like, you're essentially becoming a virtual lumberjack for two hours, and that's what you're doing. I only can play games where there's like a sense of leveling up, you know, because I want to be better. That's my fucking added. That's my end game is to be a better person than I was before. That was inspirational, guys. I'm going to put that on my Instagram. Um, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. Um, it was a bit of a rambly, different episode this week, but uh, man, what else am I fucking supposed to talk about? <laughs> to be honest, I've done fuck all. Oh, we're supposed to talk about this: the ultimate pump up song championships, the ultimate pump up song countdown slash tournament. That is right. Uh, this is the longest running competition of all time. Uh, this has been going for maybe six months. To be honest, I'm not sure because I kept forgetting about it. But we are up to the final round. So next week we'll be voting for the grand final to see who wins. Uh, last time we had You Give Love, or currently as I'm recording this, You Give Love a Bad Name and um, Fat Bottom Girls, the ultimate pump-up song, is playing off against one another. And for fuck's sake, I didn't think it was going to end this way for Fat Bottom Girls, but I do not know who is going to win at this stage. Currently, the YouTube poll, 44% Fat Bottom Girls. Uh, you Give Love a Bad Name is at 56%. And then on Instagram, I think we have uh, the opposite. Fat Bottom Girls is winning 55% to 45%. So 
God damn. It's a close call at this stage. Um, either way, holding up for a hero by Shrek is going to be in the grand final next week. So it's going to be holding out for a hero uh, versing either Fat Bottom Girls or You Give Love a Bad Name. I'm not angry that Fat Bottom Girls uh, is losing. I'm just angry that it's losing to, to Bon Jovi. That's what really cuts me deep, is that there is so many people out there with just zero taste in music and what goes in their ear holes. And I pity those people, to be honest. But uh, look... Next week, obviously, we have a lot of... You've got a lot of thinking time. You can listen to both songs back-to-back, make an informed decision. My honest predictions are people are going to not take this seriously and vote for the song that says Shrek in it, uh, which will be Holding Up For A Hero. And I do think Holding Up For A Hero will take out this competition. That's my honest predictions. Uh, If people took this seriously... Maybe it would have ended up a different way. Uh, was it a waste of time doing this competition? Not at all. I think I proved that. Uh, sh- I proved two things. Fat Bottom Girls is undisputed, one of the greatest pump up songs of all time. And also, the Shrek soundtrack goes the fuck off. And I think that's a win at the end of the day. Even if Fat Bottom Girls loses, we've all won in the end. And we've all worked out what really matters in society, which is that scene was a great scene in Shrek where human Shrek's riding donkey as a horse. So that's the end of the podcast today, guys. I'll leave you on that. A lot to think about. Thanks very much for listening. I'll see you next week. (laughs) 